0: Into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. The best in the business is Two Rivers Ford since 1983. Whether it is a new or pre-owned vehicle that you seek, whether it is something that you are just considering and want to go meet their non-commissioned sales staff and understand how pleasant the car buying experience can be. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online. At two Brimac Brymac Mechanical, B R Y M A K, that's Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Commercial, residential, Brymac has you covered. B R Y M A K, Brymac Mechanical. DraftKings Sportsbook using the promo code A to Z Sports is how you get in on all the action, whether you're betting preseason football, college football futures, anything in between. DraftKings has you covered. Start making money today with the promo code A2ZSports. And, of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address, without the stress, courtesy of the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, GaryAshton.com. Okay, so I uh, I saw a lot of you guys out there at practice. Uh, It was great to see you guys. Unfortunately, that's the only one that fans have really been able to see. There's been, you know, um, there's been... Uh, you know, a couple of, a couple of instances out at St. Thomas sports park that there, they did invite some like high school football teams and stuff like that. But other than that, this is, this has been really the only opportunity that you guys have gotten to see your team unless you went to Atlanta or you're going to go to the Chicago preseason game of the Tampa one. Uh, and a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of excitement, right? Like the way there's about 7,000 people in the crowd today for a football practice is pretty good. About seven thousand people in the crowd today, and I have not heard seven thousand people be that loud. Uh, as soon as I, uh, as soon as I, as soon as I looked over, the, I, I started hearing, you know, this kind of roar rising from the crowd and the fans at Nissan Stadium today. And then I looked to my left because the tunnel was on my left to see who may be emerging from the tunnel. And then there was Julio Jones. You guys, uh, you guys, Chris Frazier is back. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Bray. Chris Fraser's uh, suspension from last night's show has been revoked. Chris, we're happy to back have you back. Uh, Hugh and Tyriqueas say, "Hey, man, Tyriqueas, I wish I wish we could have figured out uh, I wish we could have figured out how to get that audio um, to play on the radio show today, Chris, because I thought that was funny as hell." He, Tyriqueas says, "Man, Chris, you got to fight that man. I wish we could play it here on primetime too." He said, "You got to fight that man. You can't let some Whole Food shopping white boy talk to you like that." <laughs> when it's all love between all of us, without question. Um, Julio, I fangirled. Says Lindsay Seven Eight. Uh, if I was you, I would have called the cops on him because that person is higher than a kite. If he thinks the Jags are winning the AFC South, I don't know what Luke is talking about. He's all over the place. Uh, but the Titans leave for Tampa tomorrow. I leave for Tampa tomorrow. In the meantime, let's talk about practice because I uh, let's uh, talk about practice. Yes, indeed, practice. One big takeaway. If you went to the Titans stadium practice, I'd be curious to know your observations. What was your one big takeaway? And I'll give you mine from the Titans stadium practice just about an hour ago. Uh, Let me know in the comments section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll have this conversation together. One big takeaway for you at the Titans stadium practice. We would enjoy hearing it. Uh, or reading it rather, and reading it for the people on the primetime show. Uh, <coughs> I, just, I read a comment and it made me laugh and cough. Roselle Russell says, they some shit, rise up. <laughs> Got a Falcons fan in the chat on Facebook stirring things up. We love to see it. Karen says, I'm glad you didn't beat up Chris uh, Buck, Chris Frazier. It's true. I am not. I would not fare well in a fight. I would not. Chris uh, Chris or really anybody, you know, an 80-year-old woman could kick my ass. I'm not somebody who fights uh, without question. Uh, so Chris Frazier says, Chester looks good. He can be a deep threat. Big J, he's talking about Josh Reynolds, looks good after that drop. 31 Savage is back. Jayon Brown's still good in coverage. Charles Heron wants to know, is Des Fitzpatrick going to be cut? I mean, he had another bad drop. He had a couple bad drops today in, in front of all you guys. So you guys started to see. Uh, you guys started to see the kind of problems that we've been reporting on from practice, right? It was out in front of the open with you. He he has not been good. He has not been good at all. Uh, Des dropped the first pass, then look good. Well, you know what, Chris, you're right, because he, the first one was a drop. The second one was a nice breakup. I can't remember if it was Breon Borders or Chris Jackson who made a play on the ball in front of him. But we thought initially that it was a drop, and then we watched the replay. You're right. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, so one one drop, not the end of the world, but for a guy who's, I mean, I think there's a real chance. Listen, the, the roster cuts don't happen today, but like if they did, Des Fitzpatrick would be cut, right? He's got to dig himself out of this hole, and we've talked about that at great length. What is one observation that you guys made at the stadium practice today. We'll read some more of your comments right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. The Ford Maverick is one of the incredible new vehicles available uh, courtesy of Ford. There's the new F-150, the new electric Mustang Mach-E, the new 2021 Ford Bronco. And coming in 2022 is the Ford Maverick. Now, you can only pre-order the Ford Maverick uh, coming in 2022. They don't have them on the lot just yet, but Two Rivers Ford has the ability for you to get a great value on an incredible vehicle. If you're somebody who likes the look of a pickup truck, but not that isn't necessarily somebody who's being going to haul heavy duty, you know, material for a living, or not necessarily somebody who needs all of the things that a full side, full size pickup truck provide. The Ford Maverick has all of those things with a uh, with all of the bells and whistles that come with the new Fords. And it's priced at under $20,000. It's an incredible vehicle, an incredible value for you and for your family when you're shopping. For your next vehicle, consider the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford who will put no pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford, home of the Maverick, the F-150, the Bronco, the Mustang, and everything in between out in Mount Juliet. Or do your window shopping and pre-order your Ford Maverick online at tworiversford.com. Okay, what one observation did you come away with from the stadium practice? Austin Hall says he doesn't have a takeaway that what he wasn't there. That's okay. Uh, Team is excited for the fans, says Brian McNeil. Man, it was so good. You know, I know we've had we've had upwards of seven thousand fans in that stadium since COVID, right? But there was something. It's the first time that I've physically been on the field in, during COVID through, throughout the course of all last season. We were relegated to the stands we had to do all of our pregame activities in the lower bowl first time that i've walked out of the tunnel since 2019 week 16 against the new orleans saints it's the first time that i felt normal going through my process at uh, my pregame process in this case pre-practice process at nissan stadium in the in through the media entrance down through the uh, down through the uh, the lower the elevator that takes you underneath the stadium walk out through the tunnel out on the field chopping it up with people seeing fans in the stand it was so nice to be able to see you guys out there really it felt like it just felt right to be able to have some sense of normalcy 7000 fans for a practice for a just a just a practice on a monday night is a really good turnout and they gave you a lot to watch they did a lot of things that I, th- I thought they put on a more entertaining show. They definitely learned from their mistakes in 2018. But the team, we talked to Jack Rabbit, we talked to Bud Dupree, Anthony Ferkser, and Josh Reynolds after the practice itself, and all of them expressed, and Mike Frabel as well, all of them expressed how much energy they got from having fans in attendance today. It cannot be slept on, how big an impact you guys play. And for this team, you haven't seen, many of you haven't been able to see them at their heights. Right, you've been watching them on TV. You've been watching videos on Twitter from training camp. Uh, you're seeing, you know, social media posts from media members like me, but you're not really getting to experience um, a lot of what's been going on the past year and a half. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's gonna that 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 stadium is gonna have some juice this year, and I'm really excited about it for the home opener uh, for the season opener against the Arizona Cardinals because I think you guys are going to be loud. There's going to be a lot of you. It's going to be must see. Uh, not necessarily must-see TV, although it will be must-see TV. It will be a must-attend event when the Titans open against the Cardinals in Week One. When Racy made that long uh, catch, it may it got the loudest for a small crowd. Says traycon Racy McMath had a couple of good plays. Josh Reynolds caught a bomb from uh, from Ryan Tannehill. Wasn't able to come. Reynolds did things today. Says Dom. Yes, indeed he did, and we'll talk talk about Josh Reynolds because he led us into. What he's been dealing with from an injury perspective, which is something that never happens anymore under Mike Vrabel. Uh, Stu Ford says, Saw you tonight in that shirt and wasn't sure if it was you or Magna P. I. yeah, that's right. Uh, but listen, I uh, I know I, I I wish that it was just for the stadium. Like, I Kaharski was giving me a hard time about uh, about the shirt. That's because Paul can't pull something like this off, but Kaharski was giving me a hard time about the shirt. He said, You know, you wore that. Because you knew people it would draw attention to you. I go, chief! this is what I wore to work today. I wore this to radio. I haven't had time to change. I did the podcast for tomorrow. We cut a bunch of interviews for the radio show tomorrow since I'm going to be traveling on my way to Tampa while the radio show is on. It's been a hell of a day. But yeah, no, this is just what I wear on a regular basis when I'm not decked out in my A to Z gear. Otherwise, normally I would change into my A to Z gear for the primetime show, but given the... Uh, the practice ended at about seven thirty after our media obligations. I figured it was best to just get in here and roll. Um, being able to have shared practices versus the Bucks is a blessing, says Donovan Romaine. It's a big deal, and they're going to they're going to have some things put to the test. But the biggest thing that stood out to me today was Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds, who himself admitted he he hasn't had a ton of good days lately from a health standpoint, but today he felt good. Day he was able to perform, or I guess this evening rather, this evening he really showed up and made plays. Now he did have one drop; it looked like a contested catch. I, you know, you can make the argument that he it may not been, it would be a, an otherworldly catch for him to be able to make a play on a ball like that. But he did have it. I mean, it was a, it was easily a fifty yard pass from Ryan Tannehill that he hauled in, diving catch, and he made plays on the field both with the ones and Tannehill, and with the twos. He's starting to you're starting to see more of what is going to make him an asset for this football team provided provided that he can get his health right that is that is the biggest takeaway for me is that Josh Reynolds really really looks strong uh i would say to you uh i would say to you that uh that with with um with Josh Reynolds you you are concerned about the d- several injuries that he's been dealing with and he gave voice to those earlier today but the big takeaway from the stadium practice I think ultimately is that Josh Reynolds was able to perform and was ready to go uh and was ready to go for this practice in front of the fans which is good because your hope is that he can you don't necessarily need him to practice in every training camp practice you don't need him to go crazy against the bucks because they're not going to play any of their starters although he probably will play in that preseason game if his health is right I'll say to you though that you were, you were excited about what you saw from potentially wide receiver three on the field today, and I'll explain more about that here in just a second, right after I remind you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app because it provides the good people who use the promo code A to Z sports with all manner of fantastic promotions. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you in the center of the action as a new player, With two hundred dollars in free bets instantly if you bet one dollar or more on any college football game, head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they're offering. Not just this one, but this one's a great one because all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code A2Z Sports ATOZ Sports to receive two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a one dollar bet on any college football game. Let's promo code A2Z Sports to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only restrictions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Promo code A2Z Sports in the DraftKings sportsbook app. Uh, Josh Reynolds says, Michael, is it Eagle or Eagle? Either way. Michael says, uh, Josh Reynolds is the player I think who is going to be the biggest surprise this season. Josh Reynolds equals a thousand yards. I wouldn't go crazy with that. Like let's, let's take it easy. Karen O'Keefe says the new announcer sounded good too. Uh, no, I don't, you know, I don't know who the new announcer is. All I know is it's not my radio producer, Lucas, who auditioned for it. They didn't give it to him. So I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm down on all new announcers who are not Lucas Panzeca. We were Team Lucas, and he uh, he missed out on the cut. Uh, haven't heard much about Johnson. <clears throat> Excuse me, says Kenneth Davidson. Since before the preseason game, is he sliding down the depth chart? No, I mean don't get uh, what before the preseason game is all that matters for Marcus Johnson. Um, who who? Okay, let me ask you a question, Kenneth. Who started the game at quarterback uh, for the Titans in Atlanta? Logan Woodside. Who has Marcus Johnson been making these plays all over the field with and for during training camp practice? Ryan Tannehill. So it's natural that Logan Woodside, who really hasn't done a lot of work with Marcus Johnson, would not necessarily be looking at Marcus Johnson because he hadn't been working with Marcus Johnson on the practice field. Marcus Johnson in the preseason game, I wasn't been out of shape about because the quarterback throwing him the football was, or not throwing him the football, was not Ryan Tannehill. So, yeah, I mean, is that a concern for when, if something happens to Tannehill and he's got to go in and Marcus Johnson has to be able to develop chemistry. Yeah, sure. But there's nothing to take away from that other than the quarterback who he's had success with in training camp was not on the field on Friday night. Uh, Hey Buck, tell Brady. I said, what up? Says Harold Smith. I'll see what I can do uh, when I'm down there uh, when I'm down there in Tampa tomorrow. Um, Titans need Adam Humphreys back. That number 12 white guy is not good, says Tony Ayo. I mean, he was your best receiver in the preseason game, Tony. So I don't know what you've been out of shape about. And no, you don't need Adam Humphreys back. You got all manner of receivers. Don't receivers is the receiver is the last place that you need to add players. Don't don't get don't get all bent out of shape. It's fine. Num, uh, white number 12, whose name is Mason Kinsey. Maybe he doesn't make the roster. He's a fine practice squad player. Look how deep you are. At wide receiver, we're talking about your fourth-round pick from this year getting cut because these guys, straight up—I mean, the the veterans have really shown up and shown out. I've been incredibly impressed uh, with the uh, the two vets, Chester Rogers, who was on my radio show yesterday. It's a really—or f- no, today—it was a really fun interview. Go check it out if you have it, The Buck Rising Show in your favorite podcast app. Charles Heron says, will Miller Forrest all make the team? I it's too early to say, to be honest with you, Charles. They can't figure out, they can't seem to figure out that fourth tight end spot, though, because they rotated uh, a bunch of dudes in and out at the bottom of the roster over the past you know week and a half at this point. Um, but Dick, biggest takeaways was the success of Josh Reynolds today, because we haven't seen him really perform much at all, understanding that he's been working his way back from injuries and the like. So let's talk about the injury that he told us he's been dealing with coming up next. Uh, I want to know from you guys in the comment section, big deal, little deal, or no deal? Josh Reynolds dealing with an Achilles injury. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. Give me your response, and we will break it down here in just a second. What uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal? Are you concerned about Josh Reynolds' apparent Achilles injury that he's been working through. While you guys do that, I will tell you about Brymac Mechanical, B R Y M A K, brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. The best in the business is Brymac Mechanical, commercially, residentially. I told you guys my Brymac story on Sunday. They I I it's a personal uh, it's a personal endorsement. It's a, I can personally attest to how proficient they run their business and how happy you will be if you choose to use their services at Brymac Mechanical. Uh, okay, so big deal, little deal, no deal. Josh Reynolds dealing with an apparent Achilles injury. Let me know in the comment section uh, on whichever social platform that you're watching. Very little deal, says Michael on Facebook. Is it Junes Hernandez? Forgive me uh, if I'm botching the first name on that. Little deal because wide receiver is deep as we mentioned. But if he gets healthy, he will be a big problem. Little deal at this point, says Ryan Williams. A wide a wide uh, see, wide receiver depth is solid. One eleven Keith says big deal. Achilles injuries tend to be uh, tend to reoccur, and those are tough to rebound from. Uh, those are really tough to rebound from, just from an athleticism standpoint. Now it's not like he's torn it. He's obviously still playing football right now. He was out there active throughout the course of the day, so it's not. It doesn't seem like it's a big Achilles deal, and he had shoulder surgery, like he uh, he told us earlier today. I'm sure Mike Rabel's is going to be pissed at him about this press conference because he basically just gave us an injury rundown on everything that's been happening with him. But uh, I would say uh, I would say to you ultimately that that uh, that Josh Reynolds. Dealing with an Achilles injury is a bit of a deal. It's a bit of a deal, and here was Josh Reynolds. I just took this video. I just, literally just took this video in the uh, in the in the press conference auditorium that I have not been in since 2019 because of the Zoom situation. This was Josh Reynolds speaking with us directly after this evening's practice. Oh, felt good today, and um, been, been been kind of working through some stuff and. Uh, uh, but, you know, with, with the body, man, you, you got good days, you got bad days. And, uh, you know, today I I felt fresh and uh, was was glad I was, to, I was able to kind of move around faster. So that's Josh Reynolds, um, who said he had a good day. Body his body felt good. He said that he's been dealing with some Achilles stuff um, that's been nagging at him, which is why, which explains a lot of the you know lack of explosiveness conversation that we had with Kaharski and. Uh, with Kaharski and A.J. Brown. Um, Omar says no deal because of his depth uh, or because of the depth with the Titans. Personally, I think Brady Breeze will be a stud in a couple of years, says Donovan Romain. I have no idea if that's true. Uh, Juicebox 678 says you cut TD off. I, well, I didn't mean to cut Tehran off. Certainly, uh, if anybody, you should be, and this is me passing the blame, um, but if you should accuse anybody of cutting Tehran off, you should accuse Producer Reed of cutting him off because he's who put together the uh, he's who puts together the clips every night. Uh, Charles Harris says how how is Jeff Swaim looked? Jeff Swaim hasn't done anything for three weeks. Jeff Swaim's been on a bike. I don't know what's going on with Jeff Swaim, but he's clearly not right because he hasn't been doing anything. That's why they keep cycling in, keep cycling in uh, all these guys, all these guys at the bottom of the roster for tight ends because like Swaim's not available. Swaim had been available for the better part of three weeks at this point, so I don't know what his deal is, but whatever it is. It has not trended in the right direction over the last couple of weeks. Uh, do you think there's a chance we would trade for a tight end, says Harold Smith? Nope. No, sure don't. Um, I would not. No. I think your move at tight end, as I was telling you, you're going to make a move at tight end. Your move at tight end was Luke Stocker, and that's basically been how they've solidified the position and kind of looking, looking for other guys at that spot. Uh, have Austin and Zach asked a doc from bone and joint about the Achilles injury, says Karen O'Keefe. No, because this is, I mean, it's not the first time it came out. Josh Reynolds talked about this later last week, if I remember correctly. Um, but no, I don't think they've done a bone and joint deal with, uh, with about the Achilles injury. Anytime you deal with an Achilles, it's a big deal, says Scott Lanier. It wouldn't be nice to have all hands on deck. Sure, but like you're never going to have all hands on deck, right, Scott? You're already down probably your fourth or fifth defensive lineman, Trayvon Coley, who is believed to potentially have a season-ending foot injury after that preseason game in Atlanta. Um, uh, Darrington Evans is considered day-to-day with a knee injury himself. Like You're never going to have all hands on deck. It's just not the nature of the business. Any chance Reynolds would get cut over the injury, says Troy Wood? I mean no honestly i think if you're i think that a hurt josh reynolds has a better here's what i'll say all right i think that a hurt josh reynolds has a better chance of making this roster than des fitzpatrick what's that tell you about des fitzpatrick it's a it's a as as we say in the business it's a tough scene right now for the rookie fourth round pick all right let's talk about the secondary with this brief primetime show a little shorter since uh Since I was caught up at practice and uh, and a little later start, but that's okay. Who is the most important piece of the Titans secondary right now? Give me your answer on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together who is the Titans most important piece of the secondary at this very moment. Give me your responses and we will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. I bought my home with the Gary Ashton team. I experienced no stress in my search for my dream address uh, with the Ashton team. I felt great about the home buying process because they walked me through every single step of it. Gary Ashton is the official real estate agent of the Titans, the official real estate agent of the Preds, and the official real estate agent of Prime Time. Because the Ashton team is the best in the business when it comes to winning the buyer battle, if you're somebody who's in the market for a home. Don't settle for the same information and the same properties that everybody else is showing you. Use the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Advantage for a reason, because they will make sure to put you in the best possible position to succeed. At GaryAshton.com, who's the best part? Who's the most important part of the secondary right now? Kenneth says Jenkins. Uh, Michael says Caleb Farley. Louis Chesney says Hookman. No, uh, Amani Hooker. I mean. We'll see. Amani Hooker is is. It's good to have him though, uh, if you're a Titans fan, because that secondary is not really not really going to be missing a, a big step. It seems. Titans for Life says Bayard, we lose him to injury. Our backups aren't good enough to recover. That's a good point. Uh, Nick Martinez agrees on YouTube, as does Titans tirades on Twitter. Aubrey Calvin says Caleb Farley. I think it's too early to say Caleb Farley. Right? It's too early to say Elijah Molden. It's too early to say Caleb Farley. The correct answer, honestly, though is Jackrabbit. John Bertotti, uh brings him up on YouTube, says he allows all the others to fall into more natural rows. Plus, it sounds like he's great in the meeting rooms. He's not just great in the meeting rooms. He's great as a teacher out on the field. He's great with the rookies. He's great with the vets. People respect him because he's been in the league for a decade plus at this point. Jackrabbit Jenkins is the most critical piece of the secondary because I think you know, you've know you got a little better depth at corner than you had last year, that's for certain. But I think ultimately that the the teaching points and the coach on the field type of stuff, outside of what he brings from a talent standpoint, uh, Jack Rabbit is. I won't say he's irreplaceable right now, but on this roster, there is not a re, there is not a good enough replacement for him at this point. Maybe Molden and Farley develop into that. Maybe Fulton at some point in his career turns into that too. But right now, Caleb uh, Caleb Farley is on the shelf. Elijah Molden doing much. Christian Fulton's got great opportunity. Chris Jackson's your starting nickel corner. I don't know how you feel about that. He's looked a lot better, though, coming off the 2020 season. I think ultimately, though, the jackrabbit is the most important part of this secondary, Uh, and we talked to him. We talked to him after practice today as TD says uh, the rabbit is a tone setter. It's true. Teron Davenport, our buddy from ESPN, in the comments on Facebook Live, he is a tone setter. You see him out there walking the new guys through – Different hand signals that he uses on the field to indicate, you know, checks and and changes in coverage. Different checks that he's working with from vocal cues and walking through the new guys, walking the new guys through it with the coaches. Whether it's uh, whether it's with uh, you know Scott Booker, the the safeties coach, or Anthony Midget, the defensive backs coach. He is he is literally he's what you want in a veteran, and especially a veteran that's going to start for you. You want your veterans to be an extension of you as a coaching staff. Jackrabbit is an extension of this staff in the meeting rooms and on the field and in the locker room where the coaches don't go. Coaches don't go in the locker room, right? Mike Vrabel has said this many times. That's basically a sacred space for those guys. A tone setter, the, the kind of street rat energy that Malcolm Butler had, and probably, I mean, not probably, but based on the tape last year, Jackrabbit's got better ability even at a more advanced age at this point. You need somebody who can play press man. Jackrabbit does press man. Uh, Keith Reed says, Buck, I just wanted to take the time out to say thank you for all the updates and news you give us. Even on 104.5 The Zone, sometimes it seems like you are being completely honest about these players, whether people like it or not. I mean, you know, that's the gig, Keith. But I uh, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. I'm happy to do it. Um, you seen untold malice at the palace on Netflix no but I'm looking forward to watching that tonight I'm uh, I'm excited about that why he was terrible in coverage just had enough speed to recover says Xavier Clemens I don't think that's uh I don't think that's so um unless you're talking about somebody else Donald Bell says not saying Jackrabbit is bad but Bayard with team experience and great off the field listen I'm not I, I don't mean to diminish Kevin Bayard that's not my intent at all. I just think that Jackrabbit, for the youth of that room, there's only two safeties. There's a bunch of young corners that need Jackrabbit out there with them to kind of guide to kind of guide them through it. It's not that Bayard can't do it, but having Rabbit out there helps exponentially. Um, a brief show, a power show tonight, Thirty, uh, just a little north of 30 minutes, but we had a lot to get to and not a lot of time to get to it because the stadium practice kind of pushed things back for me. Tonight, But I really enjoyed seeing a lot of you out there. It was cool. It was great to be out on the field at Nissan Stadium again. It's been a long time since we've been able to do that. A lot of fun to watch practice. I'm on the road to Tampa tomorrow, so the next time we speak on this platform, it will be from my hotel room in Tampa Bay, preparing to cover the joint practices between the Bucs and the Titans. Radio show tomorrow, we will have David Long, uh, Titans linebacker. You'll really enjoy That conversation, David's always good to catch up with, so I'm looking forward to talking to him. We will have uh, a a handful of stuff from Greg Cosell that we taped on a podcast earlier in the year about Tom Brady and how Tom Brady has kind of evolved in year two in this offense. Well, I'll also have a Titans Media Roundtable with Ben Arthur of the Tennessean and John Glennon of Broadway Sports for you to consume. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. Then, when the primetime show comes to you, it will be from Tampa Bay, and we will continue the great content rolling out. Because my uh, my travel schedule is all jacked up. I thought that today was Thursday, and it's only a Monday because you know this weekend was nuts, having preseason football back in our lives, just football games back in our lives. But it's okay; it's a good kind of tired because I am tired, but I'm not all the way tired yet. No! No!